0: to start today off with a little bit of a fun one. Um, last week we had Brian on. Brian is known for the Mandela Effect and we've had him on the show a few times obviously and you've all had the ability to sort of get to know his aggressive side. Uh, yesterday was definitely, a, or not yesterday, sorry, last episode was a uh, was a, certainly a, a more overall episode of, of what we tend to talk about on a lot of levels when you get a bunch of us together, we sort of run the gamut on virtually everything that you want to talk about, that you want to think about, that you can correlate to and connect to because there's not a lot of, there's a, not a lot of, there's not a lot of uh, opportunity to have these conversations and these conversations aren't overly had to impress our point or opinion on anybody. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. It's more so to, 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 Specifically, when you're talking with other sort of free thinkers, to get an idea of how they got to where they are, but to be able to also express where you are to yourself, and that's that's huge. That's huge. So, in keeping with the wonderful Mandela effect, let's play a little game. Let us play a little game, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to ask you to think of. The specific schoolgirl outfit. When you hear these next bars. 206 episodes in i bet none of you thought we'd have britney spears even even a sound clip of britney spears on the show but here we are that was britney spears ladies and gentlemen brought to you by the conclusive hits 1999 was it 1999 i don't know i don't know i don't know for sure uh And I do know that if I don't know for sure, uh, I'm going to get slapped with another subpoena over here going, oh, that's false information. It wasn't 1999. This whole thing can be thrown away, washed, censored. Gosh darn Instagram. I'll get back to that in a minute. Instagram, not to mention, well, we're going to talk about a few things here. But that Britney Spears, man, I ask you, what's the outfit? What is the outfit that's in her head, in your head? When you see her standing in the hallway, oh, baby, baby, that's my best Britney Spears. That's my best. That's me doing my Britney. When you <laughs> when, you see her in your head, because we've all seen that video a billion times from when we were children, uh, what's she wearing? I ask you what's she wearing, and you get to say to yourself, this is what she's wearing. I'm not even going to tell you what she's wearing because you know what she's wearing. Now, here's the really weird part. Go Google that video. And take a look at what she's wearing. Because the that's weird. And that's just the way it's always been. And that's the Mandela effect. I don't know if that's from turning the thing on, that CERN thing. You know, July 5th. If that's twisted us into an alternate reality. But there it is. Uh, and Brian would have me say, CERN's garbage. It's stupid. Don't even bring it up. <laughs> I like bringing it up. I like the idea of CERN. For whatever reason, that story exists in our ethos. And it might be something. I don't really know. But, alas, there it is. So, Britney Spears' Mandela Effect. These things are fun. you know. Before it was like, oh my god, what's happening? Why is this that? And all of these things are so peculiar, right? But here's the thing. If you don't believe in this Mandela Effect, if this Britney Spears didn't hit you, and if the other ones don't hit you, but some of them do hit you, the fact that there's so many of them and, and and such an opportunity to talk about them that they actually are in the ethos of everything that we know, it's really, it's really, it speaks to our ability to question where we are. You know? And that falls back to default reality. How do our brains really work, right? We have this belief inside of our minds, inside of our heads that we know for sure what's going on. And those that know for sure what's going on These are the most miserable people. I was 100% the most miserable person in the world when I believed I knew it all. (laughs) I was in the throes of third dimension. It was easy to sell. It was easy to do this. It was easy to drink. It was easy to do drugs and smoke cigarettes and talk to all of these ridiculous interlopers. Would be a good way to put it. But then there's just a point in time where you say to yourself, yo, it's time for a little bit more. I want to step this up. I want to do more, be more, see more, think more, have more, feel more. And then what do you do? You get out of your own way. Speaking of getting out of your own way, let me segue this deliciously into the next topic. I, and and you guys are aware of this, I am at, well, you know what? I was, I was at war with Instagram and this was a couple episodes ago. I don't even remember. Well, I mean, I've talked about it a few episodes now. Uh, and just just as a, sl- a slight heads up, I record a lot of these kind of like in a row, um, especially if I'm going to be out of town or if I've got places to go. Like all next week, I'm gone. But when you're listening to this, I'll be at the events that I'm gone to. <laughs> Wait, as I say that, as I twist this, so these aren't always live. Um, some of them are are right on point. Some of them, I rec- Something happens and I record right out. Uh, but for the most part, these these get pre-recorded when I when I'm when I'm flooded with creativity. Uh, and it, take that take that as a note as well to all of you creating out there. You don't need to, you know, you don't you don't need to always be on. There's going to be times where you're like full of energy and times where you have none. Uh, and it's always good to stay consistent with regards to how you're producing and what you're putting out there in any form of anything. So if you're overly creative, record a bunch of stuff. And the funny thing too is I've recorded a ton of stuff in the past and I've just simply never used it. But while I was creative, I let it flow. And if it was good, it went up. If it was bad, it, went, it didn't go up. Well. But what it was was practice regardless of anything. Like I said, we just crossed the 200 episode mark. And like I feel like I'm just getting started. I'm just getting into my groove. I'm just getting good enough for you guys. And that's cool. And I want to be great for everyone listening. I want to be entertaining and fun. Uh, and jovial. And I want to be able to, you know, to have you guys connect and reach out. Um, and I'm, that's, I'm going to jump into the next topic on top of that. Uh, but let's go back to uh, me at war with Instagram. <laughs> me being at war with Instagram is like, here's what happened yesterday. So this, today I'm recording this on the 9th because this just happened and I wanted to get this out. Um, but this won't go up. I mean, you're going to be listening to this on, I I'm going to say the 14th. So this is going to, this will be live on the 14th, (coughs) excuse me, but today's the ninth. And yesterday in Canada, all of the internet went kaputskis, all Rogers internet. So in in Canada, we have two providers, Rogers and Bell, and those are two sets of towers and off of those towers, off from those towers, I should articulate, uh, all the other subsidiary companies, Fido, Telus, they all run off those towers. So, yesterday, there was this, quote-unquote, a glitch that had all of Rogers go down. So, the, uh, half of the entire Canadian network, if not a little bit more, because I think more people are on Rogers than Bell. Simply because Rogers offers a little bit faster service. Um, when they offer service. Went dead. Imagine an entire country. So, now anyone that's got the opportunity or any household that's split running phones is now... Draining the wireless network of the other competitor. So Rogers goes dead and Bell goes ultra slow. It was a very weird day in Canada yesterday. So while it was happening, what I decided to do was take some time off. There was there was nothing I could do. It's amazing how beholden we are to the internet. I was, you know, you can't Uber, you can't this, you can't that, you can't check your messages. And when it wasn't, it was like the whole cell communication thing went down too. So There was no texting. There was very little banking. There was no phone calls. There was no connection to anything. What was in front of your face was going on. There was no way to find out. There was no nothing. And in the following day, or today, anyhow, all day yesterday and all day today, across the news that I've seen, there's been no mention of this. This has been buried. So is this some sort of a conspiracy? Here's what I think happened. And I don't know, because remember, too, when you guys are listening to this, be, bear with me as I say this, because something might come to light between now and when this gets aired. But I firmly believe that this was a an intentional reset, like some sort of a purge. Purge. Not like the ones in the movies. Do you think we're headed there? Do you think we're headed to the purge? Are they pre-programming us with that purge purge night? I wonder about that. I'm curious. That'd be weird. But interesting. But weird. Um. So, like with your technical equipment, you do a a, a turn it off and turn it back on, unplug it type of thing. And in the same time, all this was going on, we heard you know Elon Musk had negated on his Twitter purchase simply because. Well, he's not simply because, but I'm sure there's a ton of factors in there. I think that that was all a coup as well, but the bots. He comes in and he does his quote-unquote due diligence and he steps back and says like 80% of Twitter is bots. And I'm at war with Instagram. <laughs> I'm at war with Instagram. Uh-huh. And they they throttle me back once again. And I think to myself, you know, what's the point of being at war with Instagram? You know, why do I keep doing this? Um I guess primarily because I have been able to sort of fight my way out of it. This one seems a little bit different though. This one just seems awkward. And again, you know what the post was about. I talked about it a few episodes ago. It was so simple and it was so ironic that that was the post they chose to ban. And now I go from 10,000 interactions down to like 40 interactions, 40 to 100 interactions. And then the internet gets wiped out. And then Twitter's acting a little bit weird and peculiar. And it's like lower engagement, lower this, that, lower that. I mean I would say that there's a huge opportunity or pr- probability and opportunity that there was probably a, some sort of a some sort of a bot farm something uh, in in the Canadian provinces. And not just social media but I I I would say a bot farm for virtually everything like uh pumping up the internet or pumping up numbers or pumping up something and I don't I don't have a full definition of what it is but you know I had said before I think I thought that the covid numbers were inflated. Oh, here's another funny thing too. That my last my, my last podcast with Brian, we talked about the C word. We talked we said the word so many times that, that it became one of the episodes that got a warning. So on Spotify there's a warning that redirects you to the C word um health and wellness pages. And I, I, it blows me away. Like, that's another sense of for, another form of censorship, in that, in, in, especially in Spotify. Like, Spotify's is it's almost dangerous. Like, am I gonna get? Am I gonna lose traction? Are people not gonna get notified? You know, I query. If you guys are listening on Spotify primarily, certainly click that like, subscribe, follow button. Simply because they might throttle us back. To anyone that's not seeing this, I haven't seen an, an effect in our numbers yet. Um, if anything, I've seen our numbers grow exponentially, not exponentially. Well, yeah, exponentially. I would say since we started, um, they, they, the followers, you guys are good at sharing this podcast with your friends. Just, I guess we're talking about cool stuff that you guys like, and that's what's, that's what we're here for. But yeah, so we, we we're. I'm going to throttle back on saying those words. So there we go. Self-censorship. I'm not even going to say the C word, you know, I'm going to try to change it and alter it, but now back to the story at hand, um, I find I found that the numbers were fake, that they were saying all the deaths from this mysterious disease. And obviously a lot of people were down my throat for that. Um, and then I also say that all of the VAX numbers are fake too. And that means that, you know, it's still more fear porn, that they're they're ramming down our throats. You know, all of these people are getting injured with vaccines and all that sort of stuff. And it's it is ironic that, you know, what's making the news is these celebrities and these athletes are dying um but here's another thing too there's you know there's a million other things going on in the earth right now and designer drugs is one of them like fentanyl and all that sort of stuff that was huge and it's well known that a lot of athletes do take drugs performance enhancing drugs whatever it is PEDs um and if these if these things are getting mixed into it that would explain a lot of the heart attacks a lot of the things that you're seeing these athletes drop down um i again this this whole vaccine thing like i'm not i'm 100% not for it i'm 100% you know against the idea, but we're really, we're literally, we're watching a story. We're watching a story unfold, play out. And it's not even anything that we have any control over. So we just sit there and we're like, Oh, what's this all about? Right. And then we form our opinions and then we either get aggravated or agitated or look proof. No, no, no. Right. But either way, if we believe in the numbers that they said with regards to the CVID deaths, then we're low vibrational and we're, we're agitated and angry about that. And if we believe in the numbers that they say about the vaccine deaths then we're low vibrational and agitated about that. And the truth is, if the goal is to keep us low vibrating, then that that anger and aggression that you're seeing with regards to this whole narrative plays itself quite nicely into every side being being, you know, agitated. And I'm against agitation. Let's just put it that way. So when I look past these things, it's like, you know, there's there is an agenda going on here. Of course, there is. It's a game being played. And I would have said, you know, it's a this and it's a that beforehand. and And I would have been wrong. I sit here now saying it's literally just something to be observed. And you sort of navigate as you go, which is kind of how it's always been in your life. You observe and you navigate. We don't really control. And the idea that we have to control is one of those things that will really screw us in the end, will really make us unhappy, will really keep us low vibrational. The, the, the desire to change something is where the anger and the angst and the pain comes from. Instead of having the desire to change something, you simply speak your mind and you constantly live your truth, then your whole existence changes. I sit around and I watch people fight. My own family. Fighting. Fight for what? What The fuck are you fighting for? Right? If you're a parent, you're like, oh, I don't have much time left. I'm going to fight you. If you're a child, oh, I don't care. I'm going to fight you. Right? Fighting your kids. And it's been said, obviously, time and time again, that, you know, those who hurt you most are the ones you love the most. Why the fuck do we allow that? Right? Change. Stop. Stop abruptly. Have zero expectations of your parents. Have zero expectations of your children. Understand that if they died tomorrow and you were angry at them, you would feel bad for the rest of your life. Which is stupid. Does that say don't be angry at your kids? No. But it says don't hold a bullshit, dumbass grudge. Basically, don't be an asshole. You know, if you've got something to say, say it, venture, venture peace. If the two of you have clashed and butted heads, speak your fucking mind, get it out there. Don't be a coward. Speak it, speak it, get it out there, get it done. I'll go russively if you have to kindly more preferably. but why fight? Why stress? Why create this inside you? Well, mainly because everything that we've ever seen anywhere has told us that that's what it is. Every single show on television, Keeping Up the Kardashians, et cetera, et cetera, Real Housewives. It's all fabricated drama, teaching people that that's how it's supposed to be. Insecurity, depression, anxiety, all that bullshit comes from not thinking you're good enough. That's egoic. Not thinking you're good enough demands that you step up and you make people see you in a certain light. And if they don't see you, they've disrespected you. And if they've disrespected you, fuck them. (laughs) And then here we are. And who's going to disrespect you the most? Those you care about the most because you want them to see you in a certain light. The light that you want to see yourself in. And sometimes they don't. And sometimes that triggers you. And sometimes people's opinions trigger you. The whole point is just this last little miniature rant is just don't even bother with it. Don't bother with it. Don't get angry. I mean, you're going to get angry, but like, don't hold on to anger. It's like getting angry is like, oh, fuck. Look what I just got angry. Oh, well, that was weird. Anyway, I'm going to go do something else instead. And you hear people say, you can't just turn it off, man. Yes, you can turn it off. Look away. Do something else. This is this is one of the gifts that we've been given. Like we it's the weirdest thing when you get angry. And then not only like I understand getting angry, like when it when it Goes against everything that you've ever stood for. You, yeah, know, well, I'm angry. But then like three or four days later, staying angry out of spite. What the fuck? <laughs> Woo! So the internet outages were a huge thing. And there's a lot of stuff that can go into that. There's a lot of things that can go into that. With regards to my battle with Instagram, I'm not interested. I mean, I said that before in, the, in one of the last episodes. I was like, I ain't interested in fighting you no more. Uh, I'm going to focus on other things. And that's exactly what we're doing. And the funny thing is when I said that, I'm going to focus on other things, they wiped out the internet. Now, this to me, I think is a precursor of something that's that's to come. Uh, and when the internet was gone, I, I spent some time with friends. I was out in the real world and I got a sunburn. I'm crisp today. And that's what it is. It really, really reminded me. It's like, you know, let's get out there and let's do some other stuff. Let's change things around a little bit. I think that that's something that goes amiss in everything that we do. We get so wrapped up in the very, very immediate minutia of what we're doing that we have a hard time seeing the full picture, the bigger picture. Uh, there was a lot, you know, that 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 goes on. And it's like this constant barrage of everything that goes on. And we get lost. We get lost in it. We get lost in who we think we're supposed to be in it. We get lost in all this other sort of stuff. I'm I'm fascinated by I'm fascinated by the majority of it, to be honest with you. Because it's human nature. And and when you're an observer of human nature, you certainly see things play out in a self destructive way. And then you 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 can question yourself am I self destructive? I know I was. Have I grown from there? Have I seen different things? How can I learn from this? And, and even as an observer, and I'm talking about, you know, my own family, I'm talking about people, you know, in general that are, that are fighting. And when you observe these things, when you observe these people fighting and you look at this stuff, the scenario that you're witnessing isn't necessarily them fighting. I mean, it is, that's technically what you're staring at, but it's happening and it's occurring in front of you so that you can make an observation about yourself and about how you want to choose to move forward. Witnessing two other entities can benefit you if you can internalize and compartmentalize. And since the whole purpose of everything that we're doing is growth and hopefully staying away from low vibrational stuff, you know, you get, you get to a certain spot, you get to, you get to a really higher, a, a better feeling spot about yourself, about your situation, about your scenario. And then everything that every, every everything, everything that bothers you is another opportunity for you to be like, oh, it's me, it's me, I've got to do more, I've got to be better, I've got to alter this. And one of the hardest things in our lives is understanding that we are 100% responsible for everything that is going on. We are our own saviors, we are the ones that are going to step up and protect us, and we are the ones that need to do for us what we need to do. Um get yourself out of that situation, get yourself out of that trap, understand that you can do it. And what normally happens, uh, the, from my experience and from what I've seen is that we find ourselves in a spot where we don't move until we're literally set on fire. And then we're like, everybody's the devil. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? Right? Because we're not going to move. If it's like, if it's a minor inconvenience, we'll swat it away until it becomes overwhelming. And then it's life altering. <laughs> So, to circle back, that Britney Spears thing was nuts. It was a really fun Mandela thing. The ridiculousness of the internet outages, there's so much more is going to come from it. I'm sure this won't be the last time I talk about it. I mean, I barely even scraped it, but I wanted to bring it up and I wanted to touch on it. Love that stuff. I love anything that's going to open up people's eyes to the fact that you know we live in a situation that's completely out of our control and it's not anything that we see. So many people are worried right now that there's all of these terrible things going on, but what I see is all of these scenarios that are showing anyone who's willing to look that the world is definitely not what it's told you it was. And it sounds weird, but I think all of these quote-unquote terrible things that are happening are happening for us, to help us, to empower us to step up and do more. And that's really, really cool. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice.